Stephen Cluxton is on the pitch. He is togged out for Dublin. Are you sure he's not a mascot, Joe? I am 100% sure he's not a mascot. Stephen Cluxton is part of the Dublin panel today. I'm surprised as anyone, Joe. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. So unexpected. It's one of those you had to be there moments. You had to be there. It subsequently genuinely did change everything about my life. You had to be there. Right, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Connor Moore's list of you had to be there is pretty, pretty, pretty good, Connor. So Tiger Woods at the Masters in 2019. This isn't bad, right? This is uh, Woods back from the death, really, to win in 2019 is kind of one of the all-time great sporting feats. You were oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time at the Masters, and uh, I remember when I got I got there on the I think it was the Monday evening. And uh, were you working or were you hanging out? Um, I was actually oh I had a gig on the Wednesday night for the Golf Channel, but it was a gig like that you do like my golf gig is kind of if you told me to do the golf gig right now I could do it like it wasn't that I had to like (laughs) prepare you know I have all the lines in my head. (laughs) You're not supposed to say stuff like this, Connor. Oh, it's it's (laughs) hard. Work goes into it. I slave over every line and every joke for weeks and Um, weeks, but. uh, So yeah, no, I, I, I went, I was doing a gig, um, it was just by a pool house or something, so I had that gig on the Wednesday night, so I was really there watching it. I had a, I had a, a Berkman's Pass. What's that? A Berkman's Pass is where, just off the 5th, there is this, um, it's like another clubhouse, and it's a pass that you get, and it's all just caviar and prawns <laughs> and... Apart from that, you were raised in Westmead, I tell you. Yeah, I know, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I don't know how I got it, like, well, I got it through the Golf Channel, they gave it to me or whatever. But I was there and it was the most, I'd built it up in my head so much and I was hoping I, I, you know, I didn't build it up too much that I was going to be a bit disappointed. And I actually even like, I remember walking in the gate and I had this kind of cynical thought in my head going, bet you I won't be blown away by this place like everybody else is. And as I came around the corner and I looked over at the, um, at the range, I saw all the players at the range and all the caddies in boiler suits. And I was like, what year is it? Yeah. You know, it was like that. I was like... Stepping back in time. If I could have taken... Because you don't have phones or anything there. If you could have taken a photograph, it is it is the most beautiful, magical place. And the fact that there's no phones just adds so much to the mystique and just everything about the place. But, uh, yeah, going in there, like, just didn't think... Tiger was after... It was I was only after doing the, the ad with him, with right. Bridgestone. Yeah. And we were having a bit of a slag about like him winning majors, and he did won the tour championship, and he'd obviously he went well at Carnoustie. He could have won at Carnoustie. He was close PGA championship as well. Brooks, I think he definitely he, was he second or third, or he's top five anyway. And he kind of thought, yeah, maybe he could do it. Like, and he started off well. Now I have to uh, caveat: I was not there on the Sunday. I was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and. Um, on the Saturday, like, he had a, a pretty good round. I remember on six, I was there on six, he birdied six, seven, eight. I seen the sixth, I think he birdied, um, was it 13 and 15? And it was just, it, it, I felt like you were watching Tiger, the old Tiger. Because I'd seen him in a couple of competitions and the crowds follow him. But, mm. like, most of the time I'd seen him, like, I remember seeing him at the Players the year before in another competition. He didn't feature, he missed the cut, I think, and stuff. So I was kind of thinking to myself, like, you've seen you haven't seen Tiger like you've seen like the kind of ceremonial guy that goes around and plays golf and stuff he's like that he's going to be teeing off at the at the Masters first yeah and, and that's it like. and that, that's the only time I ever seen him and then I seen him uh, was he wearing like purple or something that day on the, the Saturday uh, and he had the those turtlenecks he was wearing yeah which you know brought back memories of 97 but uh, 
he just played some unbelievable golf that day. Like he, amazing control of the ball, and uh, did he have a five or a six under something like that? And when you're following Tiger, obviously it's not easy to follow Tiger, so mm. you have to go a couple of holes ahead of him. So like you know, I seen the six, but then you know you go to nine then after, or maybe ten even, just so you're there, so you'll stand behind the tee box. It'll still be packed because it'll be waiting for him. Yeah. So you kind of just have to like keep moving forward. So I got to see some of the, I got to see him. Birdie, I think it was the 13th, um, st- six, where he came down the hill. That wasn't an easy tee shot, but it was just incredible. And a lot of people say to me, do you regret that you left on the Saturday night? And I had no regrets. Because you wouldn't, mm. and especially on Sunday, even trying to get close to the 18th green, I don't think you would have been from Possible. a distance. Yeah. yeah, but you wouldn't have seen it. And especially me being five foot five and a half, well, five, I, six sometimes. The half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rounded up, sure. But uh, Con Hulan famously said that he went to Italy for the World Cup in 1990 and missed the World Cup because it was happening here. In a way, you feel a little bit like that sometimes at golf tournaments where, so if, if you, are you just looking at the leaderboards or the, the big scoreboard and seeing birdie birdie between six and eight uh, yeah that's what's magical as well about Augusta is that the they change the scoreboards I think every three holes mm. so I remember sitting on uh, I didn't know that on the 13th yeah it's every couple of holes they'll change so the boards so it's not every hole you don't, you don't no, 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 wait so for some big change you don't know yeah. Right. yeah well from what I can remember anyway because uh, it, it doesn't change for a couple of holes and then they'll, they'll flip it over so when the guys are coming around they're looking up at the scoreboard but you could be a hole or two behind yeah. so you don't actually know if wow. someone's uh, that's good drama and then I remember sitting on the 13th and they have a grandstand on the 13th so the tee box is back here so you get to see 12 or whatever but then the scoreboard is over here and I remember the scoreboard changing like on Tiger was it the 10th or something whatever he birdied and the place just goes nuts and that's what they talk about the Tiger roar like Mm. you know it's his roar you know like it wasn't McElroy that birdied a hole or something now unless they're coming down the stretch and it's the last two or three holes and it's uh, it's hugely significant but over the course of the whole four days like when Tiger did anything drops a birdie or even saves a good par the decibel level of the roar is just it is it is something to experience and I'm glad I seen him I don't know what is he the ceremonial golfer now potentially yeah I, 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 I can't see I can't see how you could you know show up at a tournament and a bit like they're talking about the live guys, however bad they have it. And Tiger, like, obviously wants to win majors, but, like, you have to put in the reps, you have to get the rounds in. And he obviously can't. Because if he could, he would. But it's beautiful because we, we've joked before, and I've spoken about the, the the image of Michael Jordan breaking the record in the NBA recently, and everybody has the phone out. Like, literally. Or, sorry, LeBron. Yeah. yeah. And, and literally, I think it was maybe Phil Knight was the only person in the photograph that was watching yeah, with yeah. his eyes. Seen that, but yeah. you always see that with Tiger as well, teeing off, that it's everybody has the phone nobody is watching with their, with their actual eyes and at the Masters that must have been quite a beautiful thing to nearly oh, just take it in and appreciate it it's it's lovely and you're going to even one of my mates was there and he came in and um, the Berkman's Pass actually what they have out the back of it is they have three greens and they've modelled them on three of the greens so they're miniature greens but they're the exact same they're just they're scaled down Yeah. so I, I think it could be like are there putters and stuff? 7, 11, over? 14. You've caddies, you've putters, oh, whatever wow. putter you want. And then you go over. And I mean, when you think you've played golf on a green, and then they tell you, okay, so the hole's over there. And the guy, the caddy's standing here, and he's like, you want to hit this mark here? And you're like, what? And then you hit it. And sure, it goes a mile over this way. He's like, yeah, but you hit it too hard. And I'm like, 
All right, and then you tap this ball, and it, it's like if I roll the golf ball down the table here, it just keeps going and going and going, and you're thinking like the, the snooker table stuff. Oh, and they have the stint, the exact same as every stint day out there. Wow, yeah, of of whatever day that is and stuff. So they've modelled it exactly, so you get to kind of experience that. But um, uh, it, it it is such a surreal experience, and I do say to anybody like, and even though like forget the Berkman's thing or. Um, just been out there on the course and everybody says the same thing like so I'm not saying anything new but you don't appreciate how undulating it is like you walk out and the first just goes like this it's like a hit, it goes down and it comes up Yeah. and the greens a guy could be standing at the bottom of the green and definitely me anyway but like the top of the green could be over his head the far side Yeah. like that's how is, is it like a little it's like it's own little paradise because I, I was I remember passing through when I was on the J1 in South Carolina I remember passing through Augusta in a bus in a Greyhound bus and like the town isn't that the town isn't that appealing yeah, 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 but it's yeah. just it's just the actual course that has yeah, its own little yeah. mystique yeah I, like I, di- I didn't really um, frequent the town all that much like there was so much co- going on like I was at a, a a house just outside it but yeah it's it's like that it's just mm. kind of there off on its own or whatever but it was funny actually Freddie Couples uh, had texted me on the practice round and um, he was like was that you uh, that shouted there at Tiger because someone went oh, oh man that was tough and then Tiger looks at Freddie <laughs> and then Freddie's like is that Connor or whatever so Freddie texts me and goes are you like following us saying it was tough so it wasn't me like it wasn't <laughs> me at all but uh, when he came off on the ninth, I remember Freddie grabbed me or whatever and he brought me over to the clubhouse area and I was in like the car park and stuff and uh I remember this guy in a green jacket just touched me on the shoulder and I was kind of going, do I have a passport here or whatever? Like, and I literally thought I was getting thrown out. And I mean, like, it was like getting caught by the police or something. My heart rate was like, I was like, and the guy was like, love your stuff. I was an Irish fella that was a member or whatever. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> but uh, I was, it was, yeah, it's, it's, it is a, just a great place. I think if you're in any way into golf or even into sports, like, it's a bucket list item. Yeah. Like, you know, to, take it, to take go it and off. see it, yeah, it really is. That bit about getting tapped on the shoulder, right? Uh, when did the imposter syndrome go away? Uh, yeah, it doesn't really because you, the, the the guys with the green jackets because the guys will walk around with their green jackets obviously and they like you know obviously you see some celebrities there. I know Phelps was behind Tiger on Sunday when he hit this, the on the sixteenth. Um, you wouldn't miss him. Yeah, do you know? But like he's got an advantage when it comes. The, to Yeah, but the, the lads in the green jackets are you nearly look at them like celebrities. Everyone goes, "There's there, there's a member." Yeah, <laughs> he's a member. What? And no one, you yeah. might have a clue who he is, but you're like, he's a member. And I, sorry, I didn't mean generally about just Augusta. Like when, when, because, uh, so you back to the Enoch, it's happening really fast for you. Is there some point where you're like, okay, this is all normal now, as opposed to, because uh, it's not normal. Like, yeah, no, it's not. No, I don't, I don't really think it, 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 it doesn't ever be. I always feel a little right. bit, uh, I always laugh. I always, the first time I ever fly, like, and I don't always like, fly business class but sometimes if I'm on a trip and someone else is paying for it yeah, happy days it's got to do it yeah. but I'll never forget the first time I went business class and uh, I was sitting there and there was a guy sitting beside and I remember kind of looking at this kind of older man and he had his like shirt on and I was kind of looking at him going like you know as if like you know I shouldn't be here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. sitting I remember sitting there and I got a glass of champagne I was like oh I love a glass of champagne so I drank the glass of champagne then I said to the lady I was like yeah I'll have another glass of champagne she's like okay so I drank that fairly quick and we were a bit delayed taking off so I said to her I was like have another one so she literally dropped like a mouthful into it and it was her way of saying stop yeah and I was like so then the other lady across the way I was like 
So I got a full one again and I drank it. And I got kind of drunk on the plane. I didn't get kind of drunk. I got drunk. Business class, you have to. Oh, exactly. It was my first time. Yeah. So I was really like, you know, just, I'm going to like milk this, you know, I might be on again or whatever. So I was, drink, I was drinking away. And then I woke up hungover and I remember having like a glass of wine with my dinner. I fell asleep after dinner again. And then they come down to give you a bit of a scone at the end. It was flying there, Lingus. And I, like, uh, whatever, I made a bit of a mess. And then about an hour later, I wake up and I'm lying down. A lady wakes me up and she hands me like a wet towel. And I was like, and there was a couple of crumbs on the table. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> she once goes, through your face. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. At least you're down to earth. Well. <laughs> I don't remember when she said it was for your face. For about a split second, I was about to put it on my face. I was like, <laughs> with the crumbs on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have another one, I remember sir. looking over your man, then I was kind of going, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm definitely not supposed to be here. Yeah, we have many towels, if you want them. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> the next one is Shane Lowry at the Open. Um, this is one of my all-time regrets, is that I actually missed this. But I did watch it at home with my family. Um, my mum and dad, we were all on holidays in Wexford watching it. And it was just like the, the TV was on, the sun was blaring outside, and everybody was happy. Yeah, there's just a surge of happiness, particularly because I think the Sunday was so inevitable. Because the Saturday was like literally the greatest individual Irish sports performance potentially of all time. It's right up there with Roy Keane in any of those matches that he ever played: the Holland game, the Portugal game, the game in Turin. It's right there with like you know Henry in any match he's done, even with one of your later ones here. It's like he just he just destroyed the world. Oh, like. And again, when you said that you weren't there, I find you're better off. And I was told this at the first open that I went to. They were like, hey, when it comes to Sunday, the back nine, go back to the NBC tent or whatever and watch it on. And even on the Sunday, I actually watched Shane's round from the media center. Right. Because like, again, Rory was after missing the cut. So he was gone. Mm. Tiger missed the cut. He was gone. Uh, Darren Clark was gone in a huff. Seen that on the no, on the 18th. he doesn't huff. Oh, when he... Did he, did he triple bogey the last or something to miss the cut or something yeah. like that? And I remember going, like, and this was one of those, he's a member there uh, and stuff like So it was like, oh, and he walked off. I felt so bad for him, but like he, what, like he could have swung his club at somebody. Like there was steam coming out of the ears when he walked off. And I, like everybody tried to clap him, like to give him the send off. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because he's a local and stuff. And yeah. he was just, didn't want to anyway. It was nearly, uh, he stopped yeah, short. He was just going. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, Shane, yeah, for me, it started with Shane, like, um, going into the tournament, like, all the talk was about Rory. Uh, all the talk was about Rory, you know? And then, obviously, and Tiger had, uh, Tiger was back as well. But on the Saturday, they missed the cut. and But on the Friday, on the 10th, was when I had just, like, because I just plopped myself around the course, kind of watching bits and bobs here, there, and everywhere. And, obviously, Shane had a bit of a crowd following him, so... Uh, like obviously being in Ireland and everything, I walked up to the tent and he drained like, I was at 50 foot or 40 foot, mm. a huge put on the tent. And I was with a friend of mine and I remember just kind of punching him in the stomach like, but I didn't mean to hit him. As, and I was, a, I was like, oh, he's six under here yeah. or whatever. And it was like, this is real. Yeah, we were like, he's actually, mm. you know, possibly in contention here. He could win this. And he walked by me um the track we were like it, 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 the way the tent is you're kind of standing above the green like either side so you have big crowds like it's a bit of like a amputator effect nearly or something but he walked by then and I remember when he walked by and it was like he had this tunnel vision and he was looking straight forward and usually everyone's like oh Shane and he's like whatever and he, he just walked by with I don't know it was like Tiger-esque or something I was looking at him going this this fella could like do this or whatever and now he actually had a, yeah he had a quiet enough back nine I remember 
And then Saturday happened. And it was, like you say, it was one of the greatest performances like we've ever seen. Was he birdied 3-5? Um, I think he birdied the ninth. Again, the tenth then, he had that seven iron. That low, him and Bo were talking about a seven and an eight. And he thought he'd pull it left if he hit an eight. And he just bumped it up there. And again, like, you know, when you're playing links golf, it is so much harder than Parkland. Like, it's not like you're just going to chip it up and stop it there. Mm. It's more like you need the bounce. You need to rub it a green, like literally. And I remember when he hit the, the, the seven iron and it just spun up and then it came down off the bank and it landed, I'd know, like the eight feet. And it was like, wow, this is incredibly special. And then that back nine, he backed it up and he birdied 15 then. And then on Calamity is the 16th. Which is, and I've played it a few times, like, I think my, I'd say I get about a five or a six on it every time. You usually lose a ball, like, because if you're in any way right, it's just off the cliff. Gone. And it's gone. And it's a four iron for them, like, so it's like 200 plus or whatever. Or maybe, I don't know, on the day, there could have been a wind or whatever, but, like, he hit a four iron. And he's, like, the ball bounces, like, at the front of the green and bounces all the way to eight feet. And he goes up and he drains the putt. And then 17, he nearly chips in. And 18, he's within an inch. He could have been six or seven ahead. And it like for me, I'd agree. I'd say it was one of the greatest Irish sporting performances of all time. And I also think for like even for him, the fact that he went and backed it up the next day, given what happened at Oakmont a few years before that, you know, he was in the same position where he had a four shot lead and he lost. And I remember kind of at that time just not understanding. I was a bit like, ah, yeah, but like, sure, he should be delighted he's even in contention, like you know. But now it was like, no, 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 this fella's like one of the. And again, I think he's elevated himself again you know, to be one of the best players in the world. I'd even say, like, over the last year, like, there's so much scrutiny about his game now. Like, when Shane would play well, people would mention it and go, Shane had a great week. And if he didn't play well, people wouldn't mention it. Now, if he doesn't play well, it's like, what's wrong with Shane? Mm. So he's up there with Rory now, where it's like, everything's analysed so much. Like, And he's obviously just getting, I think he's getting better and better. But back then, that was, it was one of those moments, like, where he was now sitting at the top table with and it does it obviously makes a huge difference to your career as a golfer if you can win all the PGA Tour uh, stuff yeah. you want you win a major you are yeah. you're dining at that top table and I think not only some lads win a major and it is a flash in the pan with him it's not like he is you know one of the best players in the world at the minute like yeah and has really leaned in and started to enjoy the leadership role that he's playing and is, he's totally ready for it now in his, in his life and his career I, I actually think uh, and it's a kind of na- uh, it's it's a natural thing. I remember Roy Keane talking about, or some players talking about Keane when he was at Manchester United. When he came at the start, and he didn't really say much at all. And it's just he becomes the leader then, and he just becomes one of those top guys. And then he's, yeah. but I think Shane is like that. I think he loves being in a featured group. Mm. He's actually one of these lights. It's like put the lights on me. The pressure of it. Yeah, I I think like if he's not in a group where there's no real marquee names in it, I prefer to see him mm. in a group where he's playing with. Rory or he's playing with uh, Scotty or you know Ty, even Tiger whatever I he likes that I think he likes just walking out there feeling like that every, the cameras are on him and, and he revels in that yeah. I feel like that 2019 was different because like obviously Harrington was brilliant those couple of majors 07, 08 GMAC at Pebble Beach yeah Darren Clark as well but Lowry or uh, Lowry was different because I think it's just a man of the people kind of vibe. You, oh, yeah. you see him at GA matches. He's so proud to be Irish as well that we all kind of feel like we're a little bit of Shane Lowry. Oh, big time. It, it, it's the the lad next door kind of vibe yeah. of him, yeah. But it is. And obviously, it being in, in Ireland and all the crowds there and like how proud. Like, I remember when he walked to 18 on the Saturday and it, 
it, it was just it was like the president was just walking up the fairway and he was just giving you know and everybody standing clapping and did he get a bus to the boar's head that night <laughs> that, was, it, was it the next well, night that was on the Sunday uh, where he went straight down to he went to house in Dublin actually right. first yeah right. and the next day was the boar's head you don't go to you go to the boar's head the Monday head the of course, of course. Monday. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah and he just celebrated it so well like actually uh, but he really is like I did it uh, I did it thing I was in Florida two weeks ago we were doing we were shooting uh, a bit of an ad or something it was just the easiest day's work ever like because uh, it's it felt like there's no cameras there yeah ask him a question he's just like oh yeah yeah and it's just like he he really is like one of the lads it was like one of, I have to say now, it was one of the most enjoyable easiest day's work I I, mm. I felt like I didn't even work you know I just felt like I just turned the camera on there and started talking and that was it you don't do Brilliant. a Shane impression uh, I kind of do but kind of it's a bit like that it's, it's not the best I find when I'm doing people in the Midlands it's uh it's not as good, you know. He thinks I can't do him at all, but <laughs> it's okay. Like it's not, it's not one of my best ones. And then when you're doing someone that you kind of know, you want to, you want to have it really yeah. good. He's a deep voice, like he's got quite a deep yeah. voice, um, you know. But he does that. He kind of cla- his teeth kind of don't really move. It's kind of a bit like that, you know, and uh, sort of. So it's kind of. I don't think he likes it himself but <laughs> well, I don't think he cares <laughs> yeah, send that to him there so unexpected it's one of those you had to be there moments you had to be there it subsequently genuinely did change everything about my life you had to be there 